Hey everyone, welcome back to Pink Shade with Erin Martin. Oh, I'm back with my bunkie, my goddess, Mary Payne Gilbert. Welcome. Hola. Hola. Do you have your friend of Nicole wig on for identity concealment purposes? <laughs> no, I do not. Okay. I, but I did paint my hair yellow in honor of Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> if you were friends with Nicole, would you not also put a wig on and try to go incognito? That woman was like, please don't anyone in my real life recognize me. I think she just cut her hair short. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to talk to you about today this week. But before we do that, uh, a couple of announcements. First of all, Mary Payne Gilbert and I are going to be recapping 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After going forward. We are also going to be talking about life after lockup going forward as it begins. And I want to announce for you, first time here on the Pink Shade podcast, that I am going to be writing recaps again for 90 Day Fiance starting on June 3rd when 90 Day Fiance The Other Way comes back. I took a break. As you guys know, I've taken, I don't know, what has it been? Four months for me of not writing. I really needed to, you know, get more content, start doing these two episodes a week with my goddess, um, do some things behind the scenes that I've been working on. But I'm going to get back to writing because, you know, writers got to write. And I miss it. And I miss uh, interacting with you guys that way. And I think this new iteration of 90 Day, the other way that's coming, the casting looks amazing. And I'm super excited to recap like all new couples with the exception of Paul and Karini. You can look for my recaps not on reality tea anymore. I'm going to be writing for Taste of Reality, tasteofreality.com. Some of you might be familiar with Troy Turner's podcast, Taste of Reality, that he did for a while. I am hooking up with that website. It's a fantastic website. They've got merchandise. They've got all kinds of places you can go there to look at actual items, tours, fashions of the housewives, things like that. Going to be partnering more with them as the year goes on, and I'll be talking more about that. But we're starting with recaps. So you can look for my recaps on tasteofreality.com after June 3rd. You got to give the people what they want. People cried out <laughs> in horror when you stopped. And they the people the people want you to write recaps, especially oh about 90 Day Fiance. Oh my god. You know, it's funny cuz my write well my writing voice and my podcasting are two totally different flavors. You know, I can it's just like it's like I'm two separate people. So, I'm excited to get back to the meaner version of myself, which I can definitely do in writing. That's right. That's yeah, right. You know, like a so. like a burn like a burn book. Exactly. Exactly like a burn book. Uh, so you guys, there you go. There's the announcement. I'll be also posting my recaps on my Facebook page. Remember to join Pink Shade with Aaron Martin on Facebook. You just type it into the search bar under groups and you can find us. You answer a few questions. Come on right in. And I'll try to post them on my Twitter and Instagram too, at Aaron Leah Martin. You can also go over to patreon.com slash pink shade for bonus episodes. This week, I am going to be posting my recap of Small Sacrifices, the movie with Farrah Fawcett that covers the Diane Downs case. Man, was that a crazy movie to rewatch. So yeah, that's over on Patreon. But now we need to talk about 90 Day Happily Ever After. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, you were born ready. Should mm -hmm. we start with, we were talking about wigs and Nicole's friend and uh, Nicole's yellow hair. Should we just start there with Nicole and Azin? You mean Nicole and Nicole? Yeah. Nicole sure. and Nicole. I, I love yeah. that Azin, she, she keeps saying, me and Azin. Me and Azin, and uh, the English teacher and me, and I know I get a lot of words wrong in podcasting, but my God, me and Azin needs to stop. I want to I want to uh, actually sit her down and teach her 
that that's not the right way to introduce herself every single scene. Erin, this is not a, a person who barely squeaked. I mean, she barely squeaked through high school because I believe she had a baby right about the same time. So she missed that <laughs> class because she was pregnant. <laughs> she missed that class. She missed that grade. So, yeah, and she also doesn't know what the word infidelity means. <laughs> no, she definitely does not know what that means. No. Hell no. I mean, her friend asks her, did it involve infidelity? What Asin did to you? And she goes, blink, blink, blink. And then she goes, no, it wasn't. Uh, it was like cheating, but not. And I'm like, oh, my God, May will teach you what that word means later, because May probably knows like a hell of a lot more words than Nicole does. She is just beyond dumb that, as a box that, of rocks. That blink, blink, blink that she does when she smirks is her saying, oh, you told me you weren't going to say that. And now you said it. So yes. now, I'm ca- now I'm caught off guard. You know? Yeah, exactly. So what did you think of this whole conversation? I mean, they're sitting at a bar, they're ordering drinks, and they're pretending like friend Nicole has never watched the show before, which you know this chick has watched every minute of every season that her ridiculous friend has been on with all of their other friends and completely broken it down. But she's acting like, oh, d- what did what did Azin do? Did he talk to another girl or something? I'm like, can this get like beyond scripted? This is not this is not authentic. She does the same thing that the sister does, where she was like, so how are things going since you got home from Morocco? I mean, it's been like a year. And she's like, she, uh, she acts like she hasn't seen her. And she's like, how are things going since Morocco? Now, why did you decide to come back? Nicole tells her that she's living with her brother and her sister, and she butts head with her brother. And then she says she no longer has a car. So she spends a lot of time at home. Right. And is she homeschooling May? Tell me this is not... I think she mentioned this before, but May's not actually in kindergarten yet. No, she's like three or four. Okay. But, you know, I'm sitting there thinking like, so does Robba Lee come over, you know, every morning and take May to preschool? Because Robba Lee is paying for the preschool, I'm sure. And then Nicole just sits in the house and tries to find Asin in Morocco. I mean, I don't understand what she's doing. She does say on that rant that she posted this week that she does have a job and she doesn't have to tell us what it is. Yeah. Tell us about that rant. I post, I reposted that rant on the Facebook group. A lot of you have seen it on different Instagram posts. Nicole went crazy on Instagram and she, what did she talk about? I, I don't want any more negativity comments. She doesn't want any more negativity comments and, you know, she's over it and she trusts him and they're together and nobody knows about their love and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. The the, the takeaway is everybody shut up because I'm going to do what I want. Right. And also, like, I don't realize that I've been on the show for five years and that people talk shit all the time. She acts like people are just talking shit for the first time ever about her, her relationship. Yeah. I read that two-page rant only once. That was all my brain could handle, just once. (laughs) All right. So do you actually think that they are going to get to Granada? I mean, Grenada. Am I pronouncing that right? Grenada, Granada? It's it's Grenada. Well, I mean, Nicole says Grenada, but we know that she also says Azan and it's supposed to be Azan. I know. So who knows what it is? Do you think she knows where it is? Do you think she knows that it's like it's the island place between what Trinidad and St. Lucia? Do you think she knows where in the world this is? Um, I'm not sure if you caught it, but she did say it's in the Caribbeans. Oh, that's oh my God, I'm going to start coughing and choking. I'm, I still get this cold thing. She did say that. She goes, it's in the Caribbeans, plural. She said, so as on, and I decided to go to Grenada <laughs> in the Caribbeans, blink, blink. <laughs> uh, oh my God, the gift, the true gift. Uh, 
as in will not be flying to Grenada. Is my he, he will pretend that he got there and they turned him away. Um, right. we, yeah, when Jessica's trying to ask her those questions about it and she gives her that look like, why are you asking me this? I just told you before the camera started not to say anything. And then she won't talk. She just smirks. She just sits there like blink and doesn't talk. And then she says she never answers the question of exactly what he did. And then she says she doesn't want to think about it or talk about it because it hurts. And they've moved past it. Right. They've moved past it. They're the uh, end. The, the end. end. The end. She's going to go to the grocery store and stand in the vegetable aisle and FaceTime his ass. Yeah, that's it. That She doesn't have to talk about it any further. It's over. It's no, no, she's not on a TV show or anything like that. So, OK, let's talk about Ashley and Jay. Ashley and Jay are just beating this Tinder storyline to death. Ashley and her crew of Rock of Love rejects go to New York City <laughs> dressed oh, up in their finery exactly. and complain. <laughs> complain about Jay. This is their storyline. I mean, she's like, I'm going to go out with my girls. We're going to get dressed up in our crazy ass outfits and we're going to sit around at some random bar and troll the 18 year old who Jay contacted on Tinder. These 30 year old women are are calling up a teenager. Uh, okay, there's so many shocking things with this. Well, first of all, what's most shocking is they go to the gym and nobody breaks a sweat. And Ashley's got her extensions down middle of her back that she's never had before. And they're stretching, which is like the saddest stretching I've ever seen because they didn't even exercise. I mean, we have to assume Planet Fitness gave that gave them that for free because Planet Fitness is featured quite a bit. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, so there's no no actual exercising going on. He's like, he is 110 pounds soaking wet, and he's like, you know, doing like, oh, I'm doing my muscles. I'm like. Please, Jay. Well, he's Please. got he's got that heavy sack to carry around, Mary Payne. You keep forgetting about that. Well, then he must have great lower body strength. <laughs> um, so she says she tells him the girls are going to New York City and I'm going to go for some time away. And, you know, he gets all like, you didn't even ask me. She's like, I don't have to ask you. You have to ask me. You know, I mean, all, just so petty and tit for tat. And he says, you know, most of your friends don't like me. And, you know, they're just going to he said, if we're just going to keep doing things despite our relationship, it's never going to work. And she's treating she's really treating him like a child and she's awful. And he says he can't work or do anything. She won't follow the adjustments. I mean, it's in her best interest to follow the adjustment if she wants him to work. And also, I will add that her Botox is terrible. OK, Did you people were commenting on the middle that. Of her, it's only in the middle of her head. And, and then they forgot to get the top part and the by her eyes part. It was maybe a special, like a package. You know, you can only have this many syringes. And I feel for her, man. Sometimes you can sometimes you can only afford what you can afford. So you just get the worst case place on your face and you just call it a day. And you grow you grow a bang. Yes, yeah, she needs a bang to to cover that up. Um I mean and I was looking at it like I am such a biatch for noticing this, but I never went on your Facebook group or anything last night because I was so busy typing. But so you're saying other people noticed it too. Yeah, it wasn't other people just noticed it too. And we were, uh, yeah, we were sadly missing you from our live thread on Sunday night because many people were posting direct messages to you about Andre, but we will get to that later. <gasps> oh, okay. Well, I will go and check that out and I will respond to all my haters. <laughs> <laughs> Your boyfriend came under major scrutiny this week. All right. So Ashley and Jay. Yeah. And I need to talk about the fact that she says. That the girl that Jay was talking to was at senior week and they all go, oh, in college? No, high school. High school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone out there, this could be your daughter. Yeah. 
Senior week was a thing at my high school. I went to high school in Pennsylvania, right near Mechanicsburg, where they are, and everybody goes to the Jersey Shore for senior week, and your parents just pray that you come home without a disease or a baby. (laughs) That's Um, literally what happens. I did not go to senior week. I went on another trip that was much more wholesome because I was like raised by ex-cult members. However, most of my friends went to senior week and lived to tell the tale. Yeah, I mean, she says that, you know, his ex in uh, Jamaica and also this girl were like larger girls. That's her way of saying it. And she says, you know, it makes me feel bad because his ex and this girl are like totally the opposite of me. And maybe he's not even attracted to my type, which, of course, in her mind, she's like, which is the perfect type. And, you know, they're, they're talking back and forth. And I just have to call out TLC on the continuity of this. Because they're talking, there's no drinks on the table. Then they're in the same sentence and they have half drank drinks on the table. Then they're in the next sentence over and they have brand new drinks on the table that have like the frothy you know, whipped cream on the top. I'm like, oh, you're going to get di- diabetes from these drinks. They look terrible. And then that, that, so I was annoyed by that. I couldn't get over the drinks, no drinks reappearing and disappearing on the table. Then they decide to call this high school girl. Yeah, who's in Ashley's phone as skin side chick. Oh, is she? See, I saw that, but I would have had to like put my glasses on to see that. Yes, I knew I saw her as side chick and I was hoping that it would be sister side chick. It was but- skin's side chick. I was like, you know what? Kudos to the producers for or the camera crew for actually picking that up and focusing on it, even though without some of us without our glasses could not see. I had my glasses on so I could see and I paused it. Now let me ask you this. Do you have to pay to be on Tinder? Like do you have to pay like ten dollars to join or 20 for the app or whatever. I don't know. Some young person out there, tell us. We, we have no idea. We're people who pack sensible shoes in our bags to stand in like club lines. So we yeah, have no yeah, idea yeah. how Tinder works, what goes on. Do you pay? Do you not pay? What the fuck is happening over there? Somebody tell yeah, us. Yeah, because like, how did he pay for it? You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe he has a prepaid credit card like Larissa scored this week. Yay, Larissa. <laughs> Let's talk about Colt and Larissa. All right. All right. Colt and Larissa. Scrolling down. Yes. So Larissa goes to get lip injections because, as she tells us, a wife is the most expensive prostitute, darling. And she deserves this to give better blowjobs. I can't even think about this with Colt. And also to withhold sex from him until he buys her what she wants. Okay, you are completely skipping over the romantic dinner that they had in her leopard print bustier dress. Yes, we need to talk about that, too. The major storylines this week are plastic surgery and... The date that was a little less hot than the date (laughs) Colt had with Mother Debbie a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it definitely wasn't quite as heartfelt as his conversation. The sparks weren't flying as much. The conversation was stilted. I mean, he definitely has much more chemistry with his mom. (laughs) I mean, you know, they're talking about, you know, she doesn't trust him. And then she says, you know, I trust Colty like 20%. Yeah, I I trust Colty about 20% too. So they see this meal as like a new start, a fresh start. And he's, you know, of course, to to bring it all down, he has to say, now, what are your thoughts on my mother? Right. Um, and then she says, it's not my major goal to hate Debbie, but we need to set borders. Right. So he agrees and he wants her to respect Debbie. And he says the night he called the police, she wasn't herself. She was like a crazy person. And then she says, you know. I want to buy Chanel $3,000. And he says, "Uh, your demands are ridiculous. And then she says, the best quote of all time that I may change my Facebook profile to say, I just want to money. 
Money, 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 money. <laughs> I think that is absolutely the quote that you should have under your picture on every single social media profile you have. <laughs> I just want I to mean, money. Money, 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 money. I'm thinking maybe it's like a mantra, like a meditation thing. Like if you put it out there, I just want to money, then money will come to you. Um, so he says he's going to give her a credit card and she is uh, elated and she goes, okay, a thousand dollars. And he says, no. Okay. 300. I was like, damn. I mean, that is not the art of negotiation. She, she's she, the master negotiator. She settles for 200, but she reiterates that she would like to have a million. I was like, okay, wait, a million, a thousand two. like, she goes, and that's what I she, master negotiate because I ask for 1000, but I get 200 and, uh, is better than zero. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? This is like negotiation. This is not even close to being like a lousy negotiation, <laughs> but she, it feels like she's hashtag winning. So good for her. I mean, she says, you know, um, he told me and they, they're together when she says, you know, you told me when we were together that I had 10, that you had $10,000 and he goes, I, I don't remember saying that, but if I did have it, it's gone. I mean, you know, like from flying back and forth and uh, I mean, he was like, I don't remember. But again, I was like, does she not understand how money works? Because 10,000 is not a million. And also not 200. Like she's she's just like throwing out numbers. I mean, and hoping one sticks. So do you remember their very first conversation that we saw on Skype when Colt was like angry eating a croissant at that cafe and Skyping yeah. with Larissa still in Brazil? And he's like, we don't all fly in space cars and have millions of dollars. And she's like, change my ticket, change my ticket. I mean, from the very beginning, he has been lying to her about something. Right. He's been like, oh, when you move to America, you know, you are going to get anything you want. I'm going to support you. I'm a develop. He's a software developer. He makes a good salary. He's got to be making. I don't know what the Vegas market is, but here in Madison, it'd be about 200K starting, you know, so that yeah, uh, he has to support his mother, too. Don't forget. I know. Well, and Debbie's prepaid credit card is definitely more than $200 a month. Oh, she's definitely getting like 700. Oh, absolutely. And like full TJ Maxx benefits and Aldi like shopping sprees. <laughs> she, uh, she, you know, they're talking about going to the lip thing. And she was like, I don't know if it's in my budget, but I don't care. He should pay or he doesn't have sex anymore. <laughs> I was like, damn, you got that that makeup dinner and you just went right for it. I mean, when Tariq and Dean on Pillow Talk, when Tariq talked about how all of Colt's emotions are trapped in his one eyebrow, <laughs> I fucking died. I cannot stop thinking that now because Colt's eyebrow every, at every moment in this entire every scene he was in, but definitely when they were at the lip injection place was hilarious. His eyebrows like rant, 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 rant. I mean, it truly is. I was like Tariq. Is he? He just nailed everything about Colt with yeah, that eyebrow does, fucking comment. He does. He does do that eyebrow a lot. And I, I would also like to say another quote that I would like to have on my gravestone: "Colty should to pay for my lip injections because he is a hungry sexual drivey, and I will feel confident and sexy after I fill up my lips." Yeah, exactly. Colty that's also he, that's has. Said, you sound like a prostitute. I, and she's like, the wife is the most expensive prostitute. Can we also discuss um, the fact that Colty's shirt is hungry in his confessionals and like eating his body? I mean, what is happening with that maroon shirt he's wearing in the confessionals and the posture he's adopting 
of like Quasimodo. He looks like it's hard. Okay. Unless you, okay. Because I'm a nerd and I love this game called plants versus zombies. And there's this one plant on the game and it's a squash. It's happening right now. I know. Go with me. I'll post a picture of what the squash looks like. So it's a squash that squashes, you know, the zombies when they come along, it jumps and it squashes. It's hilarious. Anyway, that's what he looks like. He looks like the squash. It's like tiny little head. And then this like goes out to the side, like Jabba the Hutt. I, I don't get it. And, you know, there's no shame in going up a shirt size. Like if you're in a 2XL, just ex- just embrace your 3XL. Like right. do it. Get, get a bigger size. Absolutely. No need to go in Debbie's closet and borrow her shirt because I'm convinced that that's Debbie's shirt. And you cannot convince me otherwise. I mean, he looks like them. Sh- them sharing a wardrobe basically is not. And I'm not even joking here. I'm not saying this snarky is not beyond the realm of possibility. I think that's right, because Debbie does like an oversized uh, button-up shirt. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I, we need to zoom in and check out whether the buttons on his shirt that are doing the Lord's work are on the right or the left. Oh, okay. Well, I need someone to get on that. Get on I don't, that. Hashtag journalism. I, get back to us. I think just like you and I trying to do math, I think that me trying to figure out if it's left and right while I'm looking at it on the screen <laughs> would not, my brain would not compute that. Two English majors trying to do math. You guys, before we recorded, we were trying to figure out <laughs> what one dollar times like eight was. No, no fucking joke. We're like, divide. okay, wait, wait, and then divide that by two. It's like my daughter, a third grader, could have done that in her head, and I was writing it down on paper. I got paper. my calculator out. I got my calculator out. <laughs> oh my god, the LA trip. We're like Venmo me, Venmo me. I'm like, first of all, I need to sign up for that. What is that? And also, like, can you just give me a number? Because I'm never going to figure this shit out. Like, divide, dividing things by two is beyond me. Oh, my Lord. Especially if there's, like, cents involved. Like, it's 56 cents. Like, what? Now no. you've really thrown it off. No. Let's just make it 60. Fuck that. Like, give me a thesis. Give me an essay to write. Give it, I'll, I'll do the blue book exam. How about that? All right. <laughs> so let's talk about, uh, let's just knock out Russ and Paola. Because... Okay, first, I need to talk about the um, injection lady at the lit place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, shit. We didn't even talk about the injections. Was, yes. was, was she Brandy Glanville? Because she looked just like Brandy Glanville. Well, she was definitely representing her company called Flo. Flawless. I was like, this shit, is what flawless man. looks like. Yeah. Shit. She was like, she came in in her uh, Dorit Kimsley, you know, Fendi branded all over shirt. And she was ready to go with that. And I'm going to tell you something. Lip injections hurt. And Larissa was just that she did not appear to have any numbing. And she's just sitting there taking it all in the lip. And I was like, you know, she's pretty brave. And then all of a sudden, Culty's like, they do look really sexy. I know. Well, I mean, she's been with Colty now for how long? She's been taking it in the lip for quite some time. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. (laughs) That is one of the worst things you've ever said. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's always a moment where I have to offend you at least once. Well, yeah, that's that's number one. That's number one. Okay, moving on. All right. So, okay, Russ and Paola. Paola sits down with Patty. Mother Russ, to have a heart to heart. They look at Russ's baby pictures. They talk about uh, Latina women who Patty says she tried to seek out to understand Paula better. My reaction is where is she finding Latina women to verbally assault and ask questions that make no sense? These people are going to be like, who are you? Why are you asking me about my culture? Go away, you Danielle look alike. 
Right. <sighs> and Patty is just, I mean, please, where is she seeking them out? From what I can tell, looking around in the room that they were just sitting in, all she does with her time is collect baskets. There's like infinity baskets hanging around she, them. She has quite a basket collection. She has a waterfall of baskets. She's got, uh, I don't know what's happening with that basket waterfall, you know, that they've got going on. I, they are everywhere. They're everywhere. everywhere. Hashtag baskets. <laughs> hashtag boobs. Hashtag baskets. And never the twain shall meet. I mean, we're trying to, Paula is like trying to, you know, play nice with Roos's mom for the good of the grandchild that's going to be born. She has no plans to ever move back to Oklahoma. I think Mother <laughs> Russ is awful. I think Paula has acted terribly, too. I mean, I don't even know. I, it's like I can't really stick up for either of them. It's just a hot mess, and they shouldn't live near each other. I, I agree. I don't. Well, first of all, nobody in the right mind thinks that she is moving to Oklahoma, but I didn't realize that they lived in Oklahoma for three years. I didn't either. I thought they were there for like a week. Um, but did you notice when they did the um, flashbacks of the dad Okay, it's only been five years, and five years ago, the dad's hair was completely brown, and now it's completely white. That doesn't happen in five years. You, you got to go through a salt and pepper phase. So I think he just ran out of his just for men hair dye. Right. He uh, but, did a reverse Bernie. <laughs> he sure did. He sure did. He just did not color up what he got. He, he just let it go. He let it go. Not, no. No, I wonder if he, I wonder I, I wonder if he colored it just because he was going to be on TV five years ago and then he just gave up. But what's so interesting, you know, when Russ is at the table talking to his parents, there's obviously two cameramen there that have different um, cinematography styles because one cameraman has like a a really nice angle where it's like one person's a little faded and one person's in frame, and then you get the other one that's shooting behind. Russ's head, and that's more like 90 Day Fiance style. So I think that they hired like a new guy that was trying to zhuzh it up, and they were just like, nope, keep it, keep it base level camera style. Uh, I, listen, this is just what I noticed. I kept noticing, like, wow, that camera is really nice. And oh, back to the other one. They got like a Bravo uh, stand in for a day. They were like, no, 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 this shit is 90 Day Fiance. Nothing needs to be framed, nothing needs to be blurred. You might get chopped up with a machete. Good luck. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, you know, hazard pay, we, we don't want to have, we want you to be on contract. We don't want you to have to have to pay your uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Right. But she felt, she, the mom says that like, she felt that they were really trying to do everything they could to make her feel included. And then they show the parents standing outside saying that they really feel bad about all this. And the mom like tears up and then Russ in a purely Elizabeth and Andre move. Russ tells the parents that he got this job opportunity and he's hoping that she's going to without telling his wife. Right. So, of course, then when they sit down for their powwow, the mom brings it up like, well, if you ever got the if you got the opportunity to move back here, you know, and she's kind of like, no. But also what Patty said that I didn't realize was that Pow and Russ used to fight and scream at each other. Yeah. And I mean, we know that from seeing them on camera. I don't know how much of it was manufactured or not, but she's alleging that that's all they did while they were living there. Yeah. And I can't imagine if me and my new husband were living with my parents that I would be willing to engage in like a screaming match. I'd be like, take it outside or wait till we go to dinner. I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't want my parents to know we're fighting like that. Well, this was the tea behind the scenes with uh, Azin's family over in Morocco, too, that people were, were kind of reporting on on the down low. When she was over there, his family was so pissed off at how much they fought in their house and outside of their house. I mean, we saw her shove him into doorways, physically assault him in vans, et cetera. But 
apparently they were like screaming at each other all of the time and completely embarrassing his family in front of the entire like every neighbor oh well that makes sense i mean mm-hmm. it's not not shocking i know it's funny so when I, you think like TL, the, the cameras aren't or the sharp production crew isn't picking up all of this like what are they leaving on the cutting room floor yeah i'd love to hear what the neighbors have to say in morocco my right, god right and also that people had to like run out for beer every night for nicole oh that's hilarious <laughs> I, know, I love that all right so anything else about these two before we move on to your boyfriend um no they're boring and okay. that's it they're boring All right. So before we get into the nuts and bolts of Elizabeth, Dada, and Andre, do you have anything to say for yourself this week, Mary Payne Gilbert? What are you mad at Andre about now? I mean, what has he done? I mean, Sister Spray Tan is the worst. She's not as bad as Alpha Becky, but she's still pretty bad. And if you don't see that Elizabeth is orchestrating this whole whirlwind. Oh, I agree. I agree with that completely. She is totally stirring the shit she is patient zero in the toxic studio. <laughs> yes. She is infecting everyone. I agree. But Andre is ridiculous. His arrogant, entitled ass matches hers. I don't think any of this is true. I think that the dad got a renter for that house. I think all of this is manufactured. And she did have to ask her dad for a deposit for the new place because they have no money. But I did think it was funny in the confessional where he's like, Libby's been working very harder hours. and she. Uh, got some more bonuses there at work. And she's just like looking at the camera like, mm-hmm. Listen, the whole thing is, is she's called, she calls Dada from the car and asks for financial help for the new place. I mean, it's same, same problem, different location. And he says, you know, he said he was going to work on the house and then he didn't. And this is why I got mad. And she goes like, it's an icky situation, but we need help. And he says, this is, you gotta love Chuck. If you don't have enough money to move out of a place you're living in for free, now." How are you going to pay the rent? Hope doesn't pay the rent. (laughs) Libby, you have really made me mad. And I'm very upset by this phone call. But of course, you are my daughter and you are pregnant and I love you. So, of course, I'm going to help you. And then she tells her plan to lie to her husband. Right. Which is also akin to setting up her own murder slash future dateline episode. Because Andre, if she's really lying to him and he finds this out on camera later, I mean, he's not going to react well. Maybe that's when he gets mad and slaps the phone out of her hand because she finds out she's lying and including Sister Spray Tan and Alpha Becky in all her plots. Did you see? Okay, Andre's picture in the promo shot of them standing by that tree where she's looking down and he's looking at the camera. It's oh, I knew st- you were going to say that. I that is the stuff of nightmares. I am sorry. That is the stuff of nightmares. That is exactly the shot that they're going to put up over and over again on the real special. It is. It tells you everything you need to know about this man. Listen, he tries to go to a job interview and it's 38 cents a mile and he does the math way faster than you and I could. And he figured out that it's about a thousand dollars a week, which of course I'm like, that's four thousand dollars a month. That's probably half your rent. So you've still got two thousand left over. Exactly. And he says, um, but she says you can be out from one to 26 days. And yes, if you refuse it, I'm going to remove you from the roster. I am 100 percent sure that what they cut out is that he explained, you know, my wife is due with a baby. So if you called me for a job where I'm going to be out for 26 days, like I can't do that. And I'm assuming he explained it and they cut that out to make him look horrible. But he does need to just take that job. 
He is. He not does being need to take the job. He is not being edited to look horrible. He is horrible. And so is Libby. I'm not excusing her behavior at all. She's awful, 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 awful. Capital A. And so are the sisters. Although I understand the sister's concern. And I'm also just with Chuck. I'm with Chuck on this whole situation. End of story. Andre, in that interview, I mean, what a charmer. He could not have, he, he comes with no skills and tons of attitude. And he's like, ah, oh, I've, this, this is not what, what I thought it would be. It's like, what did you think it was going to be? What did you think it was going to be? It's called money for a job. That's what, that's how the world works. And then he goes home and tells Elizabeth, well, I'm just going to post ad on Craigslist and I will get a work as handyman. It's like, that's what you were going to supposedly do at the house that you were living in for free and you didn't do. He couldn't even mow the goddamn lawn. So what is this dude talking about besides setting himself up to be like the next Craigslist killer? Which if that shit would show up at my house when I called for a job, I would not be opening the door. Sorry. I would be thrilled. I would be thrilled. He would be like, come in. Can I offer you a cup of tea on today? How do you pronounce your name again? (laughs) He is such bullshit. He is such a blowhard. I mean, the two of them are driving me nuts. Well, I blame it all on Libby. They go to the secondhand baby store as they should and no shame in it. I love a secondhand store of all kinds. Me too. And and she says, you know, normally I wouldn't shop, shop secondhand ever. I was like, shut up. Shut up. Secondhand baby clothes are the shit because they wear them for a week and then they grow out of them. So shut up. Exactly. And then, and, and you know, he sees some cute shoes and he picks them up. He goes, you know, some dirty feet have been inside. they're also looking at like sparkly shoes for an eight-year-old i'm like you guys need to get over to the target baby aisle section and behold what variety of wipes and snot suckers and strangely labeled ointments your money will really be spent on like Uh, you need need to be in the zero three zero to three section get out of the sparkly eight-year-old shoes exactly that will come later and they'll wear them once and they'll never put them on their feet again so have fun they have okay. no idea do, what it's going to take to raise this baby. They have no idea how to support themselves. Libby's lying to them. They're just doomed, but they're definitely going to stay together. Yes. They're in love. They love each other. And it is fine. Once he gets a regular job, everything is going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Do you understand? Do you understand Listen, this? Did you notice in this scene, not only did his, as I posted on your group, that his part changed many times. So I guess they shot that in two days. Because his part went from one side to the other in every scene. His yeah. part was on the right and on the left and on the right and on the left. Yeah. Well, he's trying to, I, I, I mentioned that he's trying to switch up his identity. He wants to get himself ready for those future Dateline specials he's going to be on. He's going to be like, oh, that wasn't really me. I, my part's on the other side, as you can tell. <laughs> That's my twin brother. Yeah. Um, he, in this episode, in this scene, she tells him to shut up and also tells him he's being stupid. So I don't think she's like, uh, abused wife. No, I, think I don't that think so she either. gives. She gives as good as she gets. Yeah, she does call him stupid, and he says, "I will pretend I did not hear that." And we're like, and she's Ooh. like, she's like, oh, shut up! We're in a disgusting baby star. God, where's my dad? He would buy me real new clothes. These two brats. These two brats. Oh my god. Oh my god. So okay, let's talk about Chantel and Pedro. Speaking about. Uh, brats. Chantel drops Pedro off at the airport to live his best life. He's ready to fuck right off to the Dominican Republic. He has never been more excited to get on a plane. He it's, it fucks right off so quickly out of the car. He barely even brushes her <laughs> lips with his face. He's like, bye bye. He he seemed to me in this episode to be on the marijuana. He seemed high the whole time. Oh my god. 
okay, here's me being an old lady right now. Like, I didn't notice that, but thinking about it, he was like very giddy and happy. I thought he was just like excited to be away from the family Chantel and be back near his enabling family. I, mean, I just I, thought he, I just thought he looked like stoner eyes, like half yeah. open, like, like, you know, we're going to the airport. I don't know. I mean, you know, just like, so like one word answer, like, dude, this is what's happening, man. He came alive when he saw mom and sister, though. He came alive. They were like, you're fat. You're disgusting. He's like, thank you. Good to see you, too. <laughs> I mean, it was just like it was it was like Pedro hadn't been truly alive. He had been just like half battery for the past year. And he looked like he was old Pedro again as soon as he saw them. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting in the car. She says, like, I mean, just like again, like that, like they hadn't discussed this before. But she says. You know, your job is okay with you just being gone for an indeterminate amount of time. And he was like, yes. And she goes, I mean, you might get laid off. He goes, no, I talked to my boss. I was like, uh, okay. She's like, well, what am I going to do with your spit shield and your screen and your, your yeah, <laughs> your, yeah. your whole setup in here? I mean, your he rocket chair that takes up half the room. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So she's all going to go back to her family and they're going to discuss what he's doing down there. He's. I mean, what is he what is he doing? What is this business? What is this shady ass business that he won't tell any about anyone about? I mean, he's going down to harvest the Dominican. What is it? I don't, it's not the dollar, but whatever it is, he's he he thinks he has this big plan in his head to do a, quote, business with my family. It would be great if it was a plantain Tain. farm <laughs> where he could have plantains. That would be a nice surprise. That's right. That's right. Uh, no, you, I mean, do you he, think family she, Chantella are getting their passports ready to pop up down there? I mean, they've basically insinuated that that's what they're going to do. We can fly anywhere in the world. Our passports are ready. They could go anywhere in the universe. And I'm thinking this is how the spinoff starts is that Chantel and family Chantel all show up in the Dominican. With or without Shockey. Without, because she can't take that through TSA. Yeah, that's true. She'll just buy she'll another, get one, another one. Yeah, yeah, she'll get another one. So she takes him to the airport. She says she has impending doom, and she's saying she loves him, and she's sorry that for the day before, you know, for calling him an asshole. And she says, "I don't want to be without you for too long." And he says, "You will be with the cat." <laughs> you know what? No shade, but that's exactly what my husband would say to me. So I was like, "Yeah, you know what? Some of us live that life already. It doesn't mean your relationship's bad." I mean, he he's you know, he says to the camera, he says, if I feels good, I will come back with you. But for now, I am tired. I know can fight. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Are you OK? No, I'm not OK. <laughs> OK. <laughs> can you please write that down? And we are oh, it's, going... it's, it's written down. I wrote it down. I need. I had to rewind it three, four times to make sure I got it just right. I say that I need things in a T-shirt and I have a couple, you know, I have things are going to get a little more stupider on a T-shirt. I have courtesy of an <laughs> awesome pink shade bunkie, a picture of Angela's face with this don't look like a hooch where I come from. I need <laughs> that quote and Pedro's face on a shirt. If I feels good. If I, mean, I feels good, I will come back with you. But for now, I am tired. I know can fight. <laughs> okay, that's going on my Facebook profile. <laughs> Mine will be, I want to money, 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 and money. Oh my God. <laughs> this shit practically writes itself. Okay. 
So when sister and mother Chantel pick Pedro up after they call him fat a few times and they all laugh about how chunky he is, they get no, back no, to the- No, no, sister and mother Pedro, not I'm Chantel. Sorry. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yes, Pedro. They get back to the apartment that Pedro is still paying for, and but they're he wel- says, they're welcoming to his they're welcoming him to his own apartment. Right, and welcome. They, and he look says, at our house. Oh, you have a lot more nice things, and she's like, of course, of course, like leopard chairs and cheetah prints and whatnot. So they are living the high life. They're very grateful to Pedro, maybe, or they just expect it. It seems like that he'll support them. How is he supporting them on his? What is he still doing? Like a factory job? I have no idea. What? Y- yes, it was like he was doing some kind of working on the line at the factory. I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, maybe he was making, you know, 15 bucks an hour. I don't know. Maybe he's making great money. Right. Um, by the way, I'm saying 15 bucks an hour is good money. Right. But he, you know, I, I just thought that was hilarious. They're like, welcome, welcome. And he's like, I paying for this apartment. And then they, they are like, we're so glad you came without Chantel and the cackling that occurs. It's like, and they encourage him to speak, 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 get a drink. They want him to spill the tea and they want to know why family Chantel does not respect him. And this is another T-shirt moment. Mother, Pedro says, they have an air of superiority that doesn't match up to what they have. They come, from ro- they come from royalty. They come from blue blood. They are the type of people who live for appearances. But if you want to say you live a certain way, you need to show it. But they've never shown anything. Right. They have Boom. shown a tiny cowboy hat and they've shown that they will not get out of a van at grandma's house because they're scared of the wild dogs. I mean, they yeah. do have an air of superiority and that's that that is completely what they're about. And she has them pegged. Isn't Mother Pedro a lawyer? We have known that now for a couple of years. She's some kind of attorney down there. Now, yeah, they said she's some sort of attorney that gets people over to the U.S. to harvest the dollar. I'm not really sure what kind of attorney that is. She's running a harvesting website of some sort that we still can't locate. (laughs) (laughs) If I feels good, I'll research it later. If you feels good. If you feels good. But right now I know fight. Okay, so they are just thrilled to have him home. They're thrilled that he's paying for their lives and they are not so thrilled with the family Chantel. It is setting it up just like you said, I think, too. For the family Chantel to like pop up on them somewhere in the DR and they're going to have the full family throw down again because you know that that was like television gold when they were acting like such because I say family Pedro and family Chantel have both acted like assholes in different ways. Yeah, they're it, not innocent. Neither what neither party is innocent. And I go back and forth on who's worse at times. I, I think family Chantel is probably ultimately worse. However, they are not shy about treating each other like total shit when they're face to face. Yeah. Yeah. I think Chantel's family is definitely worse, but I think they're also kind of more aware of how to act on reality TV than Pedro's family. Right. Did you notice that when Pedro's mom and sister were doing their little talking head outside the apartment that they were swaying together? Did you notice that? I was like, are they drunk and they're swaying in unison or is there music playing? What's happening? They were giving me like one of the, like the preview for that smothered show about the moms and daughters. I was like, damn, this is like the Dominican version of that. They're swaying together. They're cackling together. I'm like, you could start your own little spinoff of Smothered. That looks to be like a crazy shit show that we need to cover in some way, shape or form as well. I totally agree. I can't wait for that I show. I am all over that. That is coming, you guys. TLC Smothered. It looks sufficiently train wrecky enough for us to talk about. Uh, yeah. It's like, if my bath water is warm, I just get in. I was like, ew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're looking oh. at each other like, you're the love of my life, mom. You too. It is like Debbie and Colty, but with all girls. Ew. Yeah. 
and maybe some cats. So Chantel (laughs) is definitely good. If she comes down there, there's definitely going to be another moment of like, you will not disrespect me like this today, you bitch ass slut ass whore. Good night. I mean, we're going to see (laughs) another moment, hopefully at that level of awesomeness. Maybe chicken feet will be rekindled and served or a different part of the chicken. Chicken beak. Uh, chicken beak. Um, chicken toenails. I, I, oh, <laughs> sorry. Who is paying for Pedro's sister's braces? Pedro? Uh, probably. I think Pedro's paying for everything. And this is why Chantel's family, I can't believe I just said that instead of the family Chantel. This is why they get so pissed off. And I can understand that. Now, it is a cultural thing. You know, him supporting family back home, him sending money back home. She probably knew this somewhat before they got married. And Chantel is to blame for their for her family not accepting him, too, because she flat out lied about Pedro when he first got to the U.S. and was like, oh, yeah. he's just here as a student and blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, yeah, we're getting married next week, guys. So, I mean, they all have a part to play in this. But I do understand the family Chantel taking issue with him sending so much of his income back. When they are a new couple and they're struggling and she's in school and they're living in a small place and they're just trying to like save for their futures. And then he gets pissed saying, well, you say you don't want to have children with me right now. And of course, he took that the wrong way. But it's like, yeah, because we're they're not there yet financially, emotionally, with their families, anything. I mean, he they're all nuts. But I'm still more Team Pedro than I am Team Chantel. For some reason, I, I still am. I am too. And, and I and I think that on camera, the sister and the mom were trying to be like, speak, speak, tell us everything, tell us everything. And they were trying to be encouraging, like, well, it is your wife. And are you still in love with her? You know, and again, maybe they have learned how awful they looked before. And so they're trying to soften their image a little bit. But I'm team Pedro for sure. But I feel like what we see for the flash of next week's episode is him, you know, totally getting lap dances. And maybe we may not be team Pedro. Right. I think we're going to all quickly, quickly abandon (laughs) that ship. We'll see. So, all right, Mary Payne, I uh, I have talked to other Mississippi women trying to understand you. <laughs> Where did you find them? That's crazy. <laughs> but I just can't seem to understand anything about your love for Andre. I still love you, my bunkie, my goddess. Tell everyone what's coming up on Pain in the Pod, your podcast. Well, I would like to tell you that I'm continuing to recap 90 Day Fiance, What Now, just for myself. I am watching it and I'm writing notes every week for no one but myself because I don't want to forget a moment of my love, Jonathan, and what a horrible bitch Fernanda is. And of course, I was thrilled this week to get the Rachel and John story. Um, So I'm just, you know, just in case anybody cares, I've got notes. And you know um, what? We we aren't announcing it yet, but um, we may have a little bonus something in store for you guys soon. We'll be announcing it very soon. We are. There's so much to recap and there's so much bunky conversation to be had. Mary Payne and I are coming up with a way to give you more content for you super fans out there who want more. And uh, we're figuring that out right now. We will let you know when our business plan, much like Andre's, uh, comes to fruition Maybe when somebody gives us um, a place to do it for free or <laughs> supports yeah, our lifestyle yeah. 100% so we can do this. Yes, I need a we need a Chuck to swoop in and help us out. If Chuck, if you're out there, <laughs> we need you. We need you just like a brand new couple needs you. All right. So tell us what's going on with Pain in the Pod. 
Okay, so this week, uh, May 22nd, we have The Fall Line, and those are the girls I've told you about that have the true crime podcast out of the Southeast, and they are um, on Karen and Georgia's uh, Exactly Right Network. They're great, and I did a Patreon episode with them as well. They were super interesting and nice to talk to and uh, lovely, and then um, I've switched around some things I'm doing, and May 29th is uh, Watch What Crappens. Uh, that got Ben that we met. Uh, that's coming out. And then after that is um, the podcast called The Conspirators. And that's a really, really interesting podcast because it's sort of about conspiracy theories. For example, like they cover like Marilyn Monroe's death or things that you didn't know that had conspiracy theories. I mean, we do know that one does, but some of the things you didn't necessarily know had conspiracy theories behind them. And uh, that's called The Conspirators. And that's that's coming out at the end of May. Yeah, pretty interesting guy. That sounds real good. Okay. And you, everyone can follow you at Pain in the Pod and they can find Pain in the Pod on any platform and they can find your Patreon on patreon.com slash Pain in the Pod, correct? Way to go, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting to know you. I'm getting to know <laughs> things about you besides the fact that you can get ready in 15 minutes and you carry a portable fan on trips, which I am going to also buy just for my home use. Uh, yes. Put it in your bathroom. It's great when you're getting ready in your bathroom. You like set it up between like your makeup bag and the wall and you get a little blow air blowing on you while you're trying to get ready. Yeah. She, like Larissa in the hot box car with her little portable fan. Mary Payne's got one she carries. I'm like, we all need one of these in our lives. We should get this should be our next merch. This should be like paint in the pod, pink shade, bunky fans. We all okay. need a portable fan. Let's you get don't on think that. I'm emailing our girl right now. <laughs> Who needs a tote bag when you can have a portable goddamn fan? That's all right. right. Well, you guys, you can follow me at Aaron Leah Martin on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on the Jenny McCarthy show every week, usually Fridays now for BFF Friday. We're doing Housewives and 90 Day. And of course, we'll be talking Life After Lockup when it comes back on June 14th. We have gotten previews of Life After Lockup and we have seen more of Scott than we care to. And if you guys go to my Facebook page, Pink Shade with Aaron Martin Facebook group, you will see a promo picture there of him holding a picture frame over his little Scott. And that's it. So he not only has he lost all of his teeth, he's lost all of his clothes in the upcoming season. I, I'm sorry. I, my gag reflex was activating. I was unable to respond. It is beyond. You guys can go to patreon.com slash pink shade for bonus episodes. Remember, I'm doing Farrah Fawcett's Small Sacrifices this week with Courtney Kipp. It was a fantastic movie. We also go deep on the Diane Downs case. And there's just so much other fun stuff over there. You can also look for my recaps coming out on tasteofreality.com. June, probably June 4th, the day after the June 3rd premiere of 90 Day Fiance the Other Way, which looks amazing, by the way. So thank you, Mary Payne, my goddess. I guess we'll uh, we'll just go fuck off for now. <laughs> That's right, Aaron. Just, uh, you just go somewhere and relax and fuck off. I'm, I'm about to. Oh, thanks to Dan McInerney, my amazing producer, for getting these episodes all clean and tidy for us every week. All right, you guys, we'll talk to you very soon with more Trash TV coming your way. I was wearing the wrong foundation shade for years and no one told me. Thanks, guys. Then I discovered Il Maquillage, the bold new beauty brand using AI to shade match. Their best-selling Woke Up Like This foundation has 50,000 five-star reviews and is a total game-changer for my glow-up. Plus, it's cruelty-free. 
You can even try before you buy at home for 14 days, risk-free. Take the quiz and get your shade of flawless at ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz.